what the fuck's up, everybody? Welcome back to Eclective 8, episode number two. I'm your host, Tegan, with my co-host, Jay, Jay to man Jay. What's, What's up? up? How you doing? I'm good. We good. We good. Finally got the, uh, the audio figured out. Things are running. Yeah, so in case you guys wanted to know, you probably don't. It took me about half an hour to figure out the audio settings on my new laptop. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Well... But there's a positive here. New laptop. True, true. It's a gaming laptop, <laughs> so it's pretty sweet. Noise. Man's moving up. Yeah. The big leagues. Well, I think we got a few topics that we're going to talk about today. You know, topics that are, some of them are over in that side of the field and some of them on the other side of the field. So we go all over the place. That's what we do here pretty much. Yeah, I mean... I think they're pretty good topics, though, to be honest. Yeah. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. They get what they get. Yeah. And they got to like it. Because if you don't, you don't have to listen. Whoa. Strong words from so, a strong man. You want to start with the, the one of the bigger topics? You want to go with the smaller one first? What do you want to do? Well, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna just warm up with something, then we'll go into something else. I don't know. All right, let's let's do a smaller one, and then we'll move All into right. one of like my main topic that I I All found right. pretty All interesting. Right. Let's see here. Let's see here. What do you got for us? Let's see here. Well. <laughs> oh, interesting thing I read. Just a minute ago, a headline I read. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I just lost it. I just wanted to make sure I got it right. Dude. Uh, Texas Tribune headline, a single billionaire is bankrolling Texas's border wall. <laughs> I forgot they're doing a whole, like, they want to do a whole border thing. So well, single, here's the thing. A, a lot of the border that? already has a fence. Does it? I've never seen. I've never been down there. I haven't either. But I listened to a dude talk about it, and he went down. I forget which. I don't know if it was Texas or if it was like uh, Arizona. But he was down there somewhere. Oh, it was a it was a comedy special I was watching recently that I think everybody should check out. Shane Gillis just released his own comedy special on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious, dude. Um, I will, he was talking about his what's that? He said I'll put that on my docket yeah dude it, it'll laugh. <laughs> he was talking about how his dad is a Fox News dad always watching Fox News Yep. and uh, he just like just like repeats all this stuff that they say on Fox News because he can't like, sp- like speak ideas himself so he's just somebody says something on the TV and he's like see see that's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about <laughs> and uh I guess there's something about the wall and his dad's like, they got to build a wall or I don't know, something like that. And the comedian Shane Gillis was like, I was down in Arizona and like near the border and there was a wall and I was talking. I was like, I was like, I was like, Oh, Oh, we actually built the, like we actually built the wall. And the people are like, no, no, this is, this has been here. He's like, Oh, well, somebody's got to tell my dad. <laughs> I was just like, what? And I was like, I was like, obviously there's a, like, obviously it's not like 
from C to C a perfect wall. Right. Like, I understand right. that. But, like, a lot of the border obviously has a fucking something. Right. <laughs> like, that is where all of the crime and drugs come from. We don't have something like that necessarily by Canada because we're not worried about them. No. As much. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's different, you know? I so, think that's really funny. It's like, somebody's got to let my dad know. Yeah. He's like, fuck. Y'all gotta tell my dad. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. That's actually really funny. I like that. If that's part of the comedy special, I'm gonna have to go listen to more of it. Oh, you'll you'll fucking die laughing. It's fucking. He's so funny. He's uh he's kind of infamous right now, and he's kind of just catching on to like his popularity a little bit. And it all started because he was like a like a very small comedian, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was good, but he wasn't. You know, he wasn't going anywhere just yet you know you still had to work to do and he got a job on snl and literally five hours after he got the the announcement for the job on snl uh journalists and you know stupid fucking oh this shit pisses me off it's like there's a whole career now of people just going to find shit on people just oh, so they can yeah. write an article to fucking yeah, try and like, cancel them or get people to hate them. ago on this day back in May. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, anyways, this guy's a comedian, right? And and most comedians, and, like, I also agree that, like, comedians can talk about shit in a joking way. They can talk about anything, in my opinion. Right. It's they like, can make jokes that are rude if you mean them but these guys are trying to make a joke and even the people that the joke typically would be like offending to someone like those comedians that fit that group typically think the jokes are funny right so like people just need to relax right like but so he got five hours after the announcement the somebody wrote an article and like clipped it, clipped it or like quoted it or whatever about a racial joke he made on his podcast. Right? right. He literally lost his job like within days of getting the job. That's ridiculous, dude. Like imagine having like no life to the point where you just dig stuff up from years ago mm-hmm. that somebody did. But like that would have been huge for his career. Right. But almost every comedian agrees that this is better for his career <laughs> that he lost it All right. because he's getting publicity yep. now he's not on SNL so he doesn't have to police himself now him and a couple of his buddies and like a production company have like paired together and they're making their own sketches on YouTube which are fucking hilarious I'll have to look at it yeah, I'll send you the link after. It's called uh, the YouTube channel where the special is, and also the clips for the sketches is called Gillian Keeves. It's him and his buddy something um, McKeever or something like that, and they do these sketches, and they're fucking hilarious, dude. You'll die. Hmm. They're like they're top tier sketches. Like he does one called Trump Speed Dating. Oh god, and it's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> You'll yeah, I, I highly recommend it. You gotta check that out. But yeah, so that's the that's the comedian that I was talking about with the border wall. But yeah, this weird this article though, as I always take off on a tangent. 
this is interesting that some billionaire supposedly is going to bankroll a Texas border wall. Yeah, imagine just being able to afford that. Texas has raised $54 million in private donations for its border wall plan. Almost all of it came from one billionaire. That's a, that's crazy. It says here, uh, Timothy Mellon is a Wyoming-based grandson of banking tycoon Andrew Mellon. He is responsible for nearly 98% of the donations to the border wall fund. That's insane. I mean, but that's like what you want your billionaires to be doing. Like, right. like funding, actually. Like helping out where things need to be done. Like the government's not doing it for us. Like, And it's fine because like – well, it's not fine because the government wastes up money in a lot of ways. But <laughs> Oh, you noticed? Um, but first of all, the government's never going to be perfect. We got to try and make it better, but it's never going to be perfect, right? There's no way for us to make sure it's perfect. No, the only way to make it perfect is to not have one, but we need one. It just needs to have less power than it has, but they're always going to take our money and do stuff with it. It's never going to be exactly what everybody wants, but would you are part of like uh, a huge amount of wealth doing something productive with it for the greater good is fucking perfect in my book that's what they should do they already get taxed out of their ass but if they can make a donation for something productive and make it better then I love it I agree now I don't know if you had read like recently like how the border was literally just like it was just broken. Was it? Yeah. Like like there was so many people coming through that there's like I think this video of I didn't watch the video but I heard a bunch of people talk about it. Um, this video of like somebody already in America right like waiting for them to be processed and all that stuff whatever they do and like this person or maybe they were there illegally I don't know but they they literally went back to to, to Mexico to get food because they didn't like the food really they went to get, they, they went to Mexico that's how like sure they were they were fine they like left America to go get some food and then came back across with their takeout that's crazy mm-hmm yeah, it is, man. It's a problem. Oh, it's a problem. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't hear about that until I just read it. Kind of a big deal. It can be a huge issue. Oh, it is right now. It's I. I think right now it's like broken, Liter- like literally. That's crazy. Yeah. Like imagine that. That's insane. That is insane, dude. They're talking about how they can't handle the amount of people coming. Um, it's nuts, man. What else? You got anything? Anything odd like that? Um, or random, random news stuff. Random something you not, heard? Not so much news. I mean, my only topic I have is about a serial killer. So. Oh well, yes, I remember that one. Um, this guy's a psycho. Yeah. So if you all don't know about Albert, are you a serial killer guy? Uh, I can be. Okay. Fair. I don't gravitate towards it, but I, some of it's interesting. 
So this is actually, I asked one of my friends if they had any like interesting topics for me to talk about, and they told me to look up Albert Fish. I looked up <laughs> Albert Fish, and good old fish. This guy, man. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you. I have two articles pulled up. Yep. And I want to get these facts wrong because there's gonna be somebody out there that's gonna hear this and be like, actually. So. Well, it's okay. Whatever. Um, you can get stuff wrong. I'm gonna read you one little, like, four sentence blip from this second article. Mm-hmm. And fair warning, if you guys do not like blood, gore, or very um, adult topics, definitely skip this next part. So, the little blip reads, Dear Mrs. Bud, on Sunday, June 3rd, 1928, I called you at 406 West Street and brought you a pot of cheese and strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat in my lap and kissed me. I then made up my mind to eat her. That's the blip. <laughs> yeah, that letter's a little bit longer than that, too. Of course. It's, it's way longer than that, but that's just like... That one yeah. little blip is insane. It's creepy. And what's crazy is, so that, so that people know, like, this is, that letter right there is the beginning of the end of this guy. Right. That is how he got caught. Right, because he essentially got bored and wrote a letter to this woman. And no, you know what happened? The, the One of the detectives on the case... Um had like regular like every so often been putting a fake article in the paper in the gossip column yeah I was reading that and one of the articles he put in spooked spooked him and the dude because the dude's a fucking psychopath obviously in a certain way he didn't want to go down without having taken credit for it right he didn't want yeah. yeah that's what happened so he wrote that letter to the family being like, see, I did that. So essentially, <laughs> Albert Fish was a obviously a serial killer, but he had a fetish towards like children, particularly younger boys, and would do horrific things to these kids and have them oh my God. do horrific things to him. That's yeah, yeah. So that's, this that's guy was politely saying it. Yeah. So he was known as the gray man because basically he would be walking down the street and people would notice him, but they would not know that it was him. He would go by, uh, where's that name? I have it right here. Uh, hold on. Frank Howard was his fake name that he would get. That's, yeah, that's how he infiltrated the family and got that girl. Right. So Gracie is a 10-year-old girl. So in that letter, they're talk- he's talking about a 10-year-old girl. Oh, my God. Um, he would kill them, have them do like basically bondage to him, like very hardcore stuff. He also did that stuff to himself. Right. He would stick needles in himself, like super deep into the skin. Uh, and break up. They would, he would lose them inside. Yeah. That's how, yeah, it's, this guy is insane. He loved it. What they, I heard he loved inflicting pain. Yep. So he had it on others control. and also on himself. Yep, so he had a... Hold on, where is it? I want to get the description right, because this is... Where is it? Where is it? It was basically a paddle... 
Where the hell is it? Oh, with nails. Yes, yes. That's what I can't find it, but with nails. A paddle with na- with nails in it that he would hit himself with. Yep, and in one of the in this article right here. So I'll we can link these two articles if you guys are interested in reading about it. Um, I find it really interesting just because like I can't fathom. Some people love serial killer. Yeah, I can't stuff, fathom so. how anyone could end up like this at all. Yeah. But maybe that's just because, you know, I'm normal. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. That might be it. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. So he lost approximately 20, 20-something needles in him. Let's see, what else? Yeah, I think it was like 27 after they x-rayed him. Yeah, and they're just like, the x-ray, this article, the second article shows the x-ray. Like, it's insane. He oh. would... Um, Fish began teaching his own children strains and oddly sadomasoch... I can't pronounce that. But Sadomasochism? Yeah. Sadomasochism. Before developing a session with cannibalism, as a precursor to consuming human flesh, he began to eat raw meat. So he would kill them, do horrible things to these children, and then eat them. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. I'm trying to... I'm not going to read the whole article, but... I'm just trying to find like the actual interesting points that I found. Well, I know he. So he grew up. Um, his mom left him to an orphanage at one point because she couldn't she couldn't support him. And then at the orphanage, he witnessed abuse on kids. Uh, I think it was from like nuns. I think they were abusive or something. That's kind of where it started. So he had, you know, trauma from being abandoned, also witnessing abuse. Um, and then at some point, his mom ended up getting like a, a pretty good job and um, got him out of the orphanage. Right. So as a child, he was plagued by mental illness. Uh, his brother was in an asylum. His uncle had diagnosed with, I, I think it was like some sort of mania. Yeah. Um, his mother would have like repeat hallucinations. Yeah, um, so there's definitely some genetics there yeah, that set him up. Definitely some failure, plus nature. Yeah, I mean, and nurture, nature and nurture, I guess. Right. Um, let's see. Go to the other article here. Something about. Um, so he was also nicknamed the Boogeyman. He's been nicknamed the um, Brooklyn werewolf or wolf or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the werewolf in Wisteria? Yep, I read that one. Because in this first article, um, he talks about being... This was in New York, in by New the way. York, yes, yep. Uh, let's see. Early 1900s, I believe they said, 1920-ish. 1920-ish. Well, it took, it took place over, like, a few decades. So it started 1890, that's the first article. Yeah. So, um, and this guy was a, uh, an older guy for most of it. Right. So, uh, an eight-year-old little boy described him as a gray-haired, frail old man walking down the street, muttering to himself. Yeah, he was like a grandpa, and like that's how he kind of got people to unsuspectingly, you know, he didn't seem like a threat at all. Plus, back in the day, things were different too, like. People were more. They were they were more open. 
more like, yeah, more like, you know, this is a nice guy, this is a guy from the town, or whatever, you know. People were a little more forgiving or inviting. But yeah, I. So this guy also this, has this guy's children. Nuts. He had, no, he had children. Yeah, five children, and he would yeah. he would repeatedly tell his children, like with the paddle with the nails, he would repeatedly tell his children to like hit him in the legs until they bled. Oh, the what the the thing I had heard was that. Uh, for the for the beginning of it, um, he hid it from them, um, and even like upon interview, at some point, because I think something he had gotten in trouble for something, but not gotten caught. I believe at some point he got in trouble for something. So actually, right here, and didn't so get caught. He had many run-ins with the police. However, each time yeah. charges were dismissed. Yeah, there was one time where they actually submitted him to like a hospital. Yep, and he had co- communicated with one of his uh, children something like, um, "You got to get me out of here and get me into the court because the quicker I get sentenced the quicker I can get out of this place is basically what he was saying like he did not like being in another institution kind of like no. a throwback to where he was in an orphanage or something um, well, right in here this first article at the the bottom 29 needles going back to the needle thing so, yeah. and I'm not going to say where he would put these but it's not a very pleasant spot it's in a the pelvic area exactly yep um and he would masturbate while doing it yeah <laughs> which is like the guy's a psycho bro. holy yeah but what's crazy is like most serial killers like like right here it says his attitude was not like those of people with psychosis he was calm reserved and was very out of the ordinary he confessed yep. to wanting to inflict pain and pain inflicting on him yep this I, from what I heard, like they a, believe he was a schizophrenic. Yeah, which, I mean, most of the time, it, there's some sort of mental illness involved with these types of people. Oh, there's definitely a mental illness involved. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does that, dude. What? <laughs> I mean, you have to... There's, there's so many factors. Like, even his childhood led him to where he ended up. Well, here's the thing: like, if he if he had a genetic disposition in his in his bloodline to mental problems and different things like that, and to also have gone through the abandonment from his mother, the witnessing of torture, like the kids being tortured, like. Those things to somebody who somebody whose brain is already like compromised. Yeah, it, it just it's really like if that's the that input idea. that you get, you know what I mean, and then that's what sets up your wiring as a young kid because your brain is so susceptible to you know being different and like stuff like that. Then that guy was kind of fucked from the beginning. Yeah, I mean he never had a chance. Unfortunately, it was just one of those that he never had the opportunity to have like a normal childhood in life. Right. It's so wild, man. I so you sent me the article. I didn't read it. I just was like, 
Well, let me see if it's a podcast, dude. And I just fucking went to a podcast and listened to the podcast so I could keep working. And uh, it was pretty interesting. It was yeah. I mean, I don't have gross. I I read about four or five different articles just trying to really determine like the overall facts because you read an article and it's going to say one thing, you read another article, it's going to say another thing. Yeah, so, it'll be a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, but essentially, each article says what we just said. Pretty much everything you said lines up with what I heard on the podcast, so it's pretty well known. Yeah, and to, I mean, to go through this in 1890 to 1920 in that area. Yeah. Yeah, so... In 1890, after a 20-year-old fish moved to New York City, his crimes against children began. So from 1890 to 1920, this guy was doing this stuff. Yeah. I heard on the podcast that there's... Um, it's believed. There's only been f- three that he's admitted to, I believe. Um, but it's believed that he either raped or sexually assaulted a hundred children killed 20 and has eaten like a handful I think yeah so he he essentially worked his way through each of these things so in in he started having mental illness really, really bad around 1915 to 1917 in that area. Um, by 1920, he was torturing and eating them. So Yeah, he, he like, lost control. He, like, uh, he progressively got worse. Uh, there's a word they use for, like, serial killers. Um, fuck, I can't think of this. I've watched shows about it. Uh... Like, a serial killer will tend to, like, start on a specific pattern, very controlled, and then at a certain point when something happens, they'll, they'll like, boost everything up, and they'll start getting... That's how they get caught a lot, because they, they get a little bit outside of the structure that kept them hidden. Yeah, it's like a trigger, then, almost. Uh, what do they do? What's the word? Fuck, why can't I think of the word? I'll look it up. Hold on. Uh, what's... Google definitely didn't help. No, it's hard to look up because I'm thinking of just a word. It's a descriptive word. I just can't think of the yeah. word they use when they talk about this stuff. Um, it's a, basically a word that means he, like, his motives or whatever, they become high, like, accelerated. He gets a little bit more brazen about it. And that's how they tend to get caught because they, like, they ramp up what they're doing. And they go like a little bit more wild to try and get it done. Although, if they have like a schedule, like if they always do it on a certain pattern, and then something triggers them in a way, then all of a sudden they start ramping it up. Like they'll start doing it more often, and they'll start making mistakes. Uh, there's a word they use for it. It's like accelerating, but it's not the right word. Hmm. I've probably heard it. Like on a- you definitely have. If you've seen any, like, sort of, uh, if you've seen, like, Criminal Minds on TV or any of those shows that talk about, like, killers, they use the word all the fucking time. 
and it's really bothering me that I can't figure it out. So before he died, this is and this is why we only know three. So before he died, Albert Fish wrote a detailed account of all of his, all of his crimes for his lawyer, who never shared his writings because they were too horrific. <laughs> so, I mean, man's a savage. Yeah. This second, this second article I'm reading, which is where I'm getting most of the information I've shared, is it's crazy. There's a lot of like really, really horrific things in here. While it's generally believed he killed anywhere between three and nine victims, Fish had another figure in mind. Claiming that he had a child in every state remains unconfirmed. Meanwhile, man's detailed recollections from prison have never released. Fucking hell. But I just thought, like, this was really, like, interesting. Like, I'd never heard of him, and usually people that are... I mean, to not, like, because I hadn't heard of him either, but to to not hear of him and then to finally read about what happened, it just blows my mind. Yeah. That's insane, man. I really, I'm really still, um, honestly, I'm still fucking upset about the word I can't figure out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get over it. Uh, I used to watch a lot of Criminal Minds, and that's literally a show about them chasing down a serial killer. Um, let me see. It's something that's hard to search because it's like the word is... It's just a regular descriptive word, but it's something that they use regularly. Well, that was my topic. I don't know if you have one. We might as well switch up the vibe a little bit. I just, this fucking word, man. It's killing me. <laughs> it's killing me. Like, I gotta figure out this word, bro. It's like, it's, I want, it's like, I'm trying to think. It's like accelerating, but it's that's not the word they use. Um. Okay. Let me look up accelerating. Accelerating synonyms. Hmm. Quick and hasten, fast, stabilize, increase, rush, decelerate, step up. Nope. <laughs> Damn. The fuck? Figure it out. Uh, it's gonna piss me off so much, dude. <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of the word. I don't even know what word you're talking about at this point. It's just a regular fucking word that I just... Hmm. It's, it's, it's not going to be easy to find because you're, what you're going to find on like online is like all of the headlines 
and like titles of stories, titles of articles and stuff is going to come up way easier because this this term is typically used somewhere in the middle of the story because it's a certain point at which a serial killer's pattern becomes sped up because of something that triggered something. I've definitely heard it, but I, I don't even know like what to, to look for. Yeah, I don't know. Not a big deal. I'll I'll think of it tomorrow. I'll message you at like some random time, and I'll be like, "It's this!" <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> dummy. Oh man, but yeah, that guy was just I. When you sent me that, I was like, "All right, I'll check this out." And I was like, so happy to the podcast because like I wasn't gonna be able to sit and read during work, so I threw on the podcast. It was two episodes on. I found it on Spotify. I was like, "All right, let's check it out." And, dude, I was like what in the fuck and then the podcast they actually said that cannibalism is technically not illegal in most of the country really yep that's insane I gotta look I'm not gonna look that up because my because like because because in order to be a cannibal a lot of times it's like it's illegal like in order to eat somebody You'll get in trouble if you do all the things that cause you to have, be able to eat them. Like, the crime is the killing or the torturing or the what, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the eating doesn't really fucking matter. That's just a way to characterize what you did. But, like, technically if somebody died, you could eat them, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm good on that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, I, I also heard in that in that podcast that like he had described at some point uh, two of the kids or whatever that he ate or whatever one of the kids he ate, and he had preferences on what pieces of meat and how to prepare them. Did he really? Yeah. He talked about it like he had he he knew. He typically said they. They also said he typically would look for targets in low-income neighborhoods because most of the time those kids wouldn't go noticed. Wouldn't wouldn't go as noticed at yeah, all. Yeah, I saw that. And that he would work like a lot of uh, like odd. He was kind of like an odd job kind of guy, like a. Yeah, I mean, when your nickname is the Gray Man, I would imagine so. Yeah, he would do like he would be like a painter, and he would have different projects all over the place. And like because he would go to different areas, do different jobs, he would be like looking for targets or looking for this, looking for that, looking for places to hide um, the bodies and like places where he could carry out his dirty deeds or whatever his deeds because he was a sick motherfucker, bro. He all he also claimed the reason why they thought he was schizophrenic was because sometimes he would. He would say that um, he couldn't control himself. He didn't know, like, it just the urge came over him. He couldn't control himself, right? He yeah, was sexually aroused by pain and torturing other people. And so, like, he explained that he, sometimes there was just an urge and he, he couldn't control it. But then in other times, 
he would also say that he was doing the work of God. Yeah, I mean, I think overall understanding this all is just no one's ever. Oh, I'll never, I'll never understand it. No, I will never. The guy's brain's broken. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do. Too many wires crossed. Yeah, there's no. I don't think you can rehabilitate somebody like that. At least we can't right now. Maybe Elon Musk will figure it out. (laughs) This brain thing. What's it called? A neural net. Yeah, he, that man is going to figure out stuff that we are never going to. Yeah, that guy's a wild man. Love him. Got to be happy. There was something I was going to say that was a little bit off topic. I was going to say something. A little forgot. segue? No, not a segue at all, to be honest. It was just a <laughs> random thing that popped into my mind about this past week yeah. that I did. Oh, what happened? What'd you do? Oh, oh, oh. I tried, um, this is way off topic. Who cares? Let's move on. We're done with the serial killers, people. We've had enough. Moving on. I tried bison meat for the first time the other day, and it's actually okay. pretty good. That's legit. I think at some point I've had a bison burger in a restaurant, but I don't remember. Yeah, it was it was like a uh, not so much a burger. It was just kind of like it was like a square piece of meat. It was super thick, but it was like super tender. It was really good. Nice. Did it taste similar to beef? Yeah, a little bit. It was. It, yeah. It it's more. I don't know. It's more delicate almost. I guess the way they cooked it obviously has nothing to do with it, but like beef and like pork, it's like almost kind of reminds me of like both of them a little bit. Okay. Huh. So, yeah, that's my take on it. I don't know if I've ever, I've never had a, like a cut of bison, but I'm pretty sure I've had a bison burger somewhere. See, that sounds good. Well, yeah, but you can't hate on a burger. No, dude, I had... I mean, if you hate on a burger, you can just fucking get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I had, um... I just had did a cookout a couple days ago with some friends, and I got these, like, homemade steak beef burgers, like, inch and a half thick, almost. Oh, Super yeah, yeah. Super juicy burgers, dude. Were they the Angus ones? Yes, Angus. Yeah. Angus I think I got the same burgers. ones. So good. Did you get get them at, at Wally? Yes. Oh my god! I think I, yeah, I think that's the ones we get—the pre-made patties. Yeah. Of Angus. Yeah, dude, those are good. Oh, they're so they're, good. They are pretty. Slap good. Slap some cheese and and a giant roll on it. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I uh, we in, in this house, like in our house, we we basically eat red meat. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, it's like burgers, and then. Maybe like steak tips one night, and maybe like actual steak another night. And then we'll do like ground beef for tacos and stuff like that. It's basically what we eat. Yeah, I have a, a lot of meat. I used to like hunt and stuff, so. Oh. Fucking. We'll call you uh, Bro Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm. I, um, you never brought down an elk, bro? You could eat for a fucking decade. Um, I haven't like gone in two, three years, but I have. I, uh, so I live in, if you guys, if you guys haven't heard the first episode, I don't know if I said it, but I live in Rhode Island. So it's not, not a very country. No, you got, you guys have deer, but certain parts of Rhode Island, we have deer. So I, I live more towards the outskirts, which are like lots of lakes and small quote-unquote mountains, if you want to call them 
Yep. Lots of really wooded areas. So it's like, it's like city, kind of city, country, I like to call it. And then there's no man's land, which is like all trees and like houses every, like one house every mile. Essentially, that's where I live. Okay. Yeah, dude. You need to move up here. We got I, bigger deer. Dude, I want to so bad. We got bigger deer. We got moose. We got bear. Dude, I was watching, like, Northwood's Law the other day, and it's like... Bro, that's right in my fucking neck. That show, like, that's one of my favorite shows I know people that have been on it. That's crazy. I know (laughs) there's a kid that's younger than me in my town, two of them, actually, that were on it, Northwood's Law. I gotta gotta go up there for, like, winter vacation or something and move up there next year. If you snowmobile, it's a lot of snowmobiling, too, obviously, because it's ATVing. Yeah, oh, I have an ATV. But I want to yeah. get a new one. No, I'm saying, like, if you come up in the winter, you won't be able to ATV as much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. I mean... Because a lot of the and... trails are, are snowmobile-specific. Oh, are they? Yeah, because, like, the ATVs will... Some of the trails, like, especially, like, on private land, for people that allow... Like, people that own land and the trail goes by, like, the, they get permission from the landowners for the trail to go through. Oh, okay. And... And, like, a lot of sections, especially, like, the landowners that allow them to run the uh, snow machine trails through their land, if they are, like, snow machine people in any way, they will not allow ATVs because the ATVs ruin the trail. Damn. I, um... Which I understand, but... I want to... I'm trying to get back into, like archery too like I used to do that all the time I'm like finally you are dude you are bro Rogan dude like I grew up up north and and out west a lot of the time visiting family so I kind of just ended up here because that's where my parents moved to but yeah essentially fair no you sound like you you literally sound like you grew up where I am yeah, I, I grew up further north, like up in Maine and like yeah, down there. Yeah, dude, you are literally, we're all the, like, you, you're basically the same type of person that is from where I'm from. Yeah, I'm going to move up there next year. That's my plan. I have, uh, I, dude, I, I'm, I'm like right next to Canada. Oh, dude, that's like, I, I know one of my buddies from work, like, goes to Canada every winter. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, speaking of work, lately it's been, like, insane. Really? Yeah, like, I just pulled, like, essentially a double the other day. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Money, I guess. I mean... Are you on salary? No. I wish. Okay, that's good. No, like, at least you're, when you're pulling extra shifts, you're getting paid for it. Yeah, but, I mean, like, the salary managers where I work are pulling in six figures a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, like, obviously, if you were promoted to a salary, but, like, higher, I'm just saying, if you were on salary, and it was your job to pull extra weight because something happened, it would suck for you to have to work an extra 20 hours that week and not get paid anymore because you're on salary. Right, yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right, fair enough. I've always been hourly, so. Yeah, I miss hourly. I need to get a better job. (laughs) Nah, don't we all? I, I want to get out of the job I'm in right now, to be honest. Well, I don't blame you. You're in retail. That's a nightmare. But for me to, like, do what I want to do, like, I want to make a living 
podcasting and like content creation and yeah, doing same. outdoor stuff. Love, so like, I would love to at least partially. Yeah, like, like even if, even if I get to work like a income, regular job. What's that? So even if it was like a supplemental income, like if I had like half my income mm-hmm. from this and then half my income from my actual job, like that'd be cool. Thousand percent agree. That's yeah. First of all, what's cool about doing this and like. If I like, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Like, especially with like even like the streaming video games or like YouTube videos or podcasting or any of that stuff, I I could fully take it more seriously, right? Like, I could. There's so much more I could be doing. That's productive. That would like, you know what I mean? Like, if I was, because I do like listen to like a lot of like business like talks and like uh, marketing and like I listen to all these things and if I had if I followed what all those things that they say like it would be far more feasible for me to be doing something like this for a living or a partial living already the problem is I don't want because I, I have to work right now to pay the bills to support the family. like we have kids I can't I can't just I can't just start sacrificing everything for myself in hopes that it works I have other people to worry about so like I have to do it in my spare time when I can first of all and I don't want to turn it into something that I hate because I'm I'm going so hard in it and then for it to not pay off as much as I expected to and just get tired of grinding so like I'm really trying to take it like I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to like ease my way into it, learn as I go and only do it because I enjoy it. Knowing that if it doesn't ever work out, I at least did something that I wanted to do anyways. Right. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds like a cop out because honestly you have a higher chance of it succeeding if you go all in and go hard. But I, I just don't I don't have the bandwidth to do that and keep my job and you know with the kids and all that like they're, they're a lot of work they drain the shit out of me so. <laughs> dude I don't even have kids and I'm drained by the time I go to bed every day so I can only imagine yeah I it's, mean it's just it's just like it's not like um physically draining I've never been somebody who was like hard on hard on like hard up on physical energy it's fully on like social and like social bandwidth like patience like they 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 take my patience to the limit dude my customers do that to me yeah i can see that makes sense yeah (laughs) i get screamed after half my shift about half the week so yeah i mean i would love to shit um and there's so many things i would i wouldn't mind doing it's just like i can't i can't just test everything out well i have to i have to make sure i work i have to have a solid income so but yeah i i get what you're saying i would love to do stuff like this it'd be so much fun Now I'm tired. Yeah, I mean, like, that and, like, doing this, 
podcasting, streaming, video games. I think it's pretty much every gamer's dream. But right. Overall, I'm not a gamer, actually. No, I mean that's the weird thing. I don't really play like story games. Like a lot of my gaming is Apex related right yep. now, or like RPG related on my you know my new gaming laptop. But mm-hmm. like, I think overall, most of my time outside of work and like playing video games is spent like hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, and it's like oh, I would love to make a living doing that stuff like ultimately that'd be so cool yep. for sure i would just love to like like you know we just started the podcast and we're figuring it out of course it'll get better as we go and like it'll get better quality too when we start getting our equipment and stuff lined up but i just want to do that first of all for fun i like, guess it's so cool to just talk about shit like shoot the shit with somebody I like just having conversations, interesting conversations with people. Um, at some point, it'll probably feel less clunky than it does right now. Like, it'll just feel more natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it'll get, it'll just get better and better. I mean, it's just gonna, just gonna happen. Eventually, it'll get a little bit lighter and, like, we'll start to find, I'd like to find more humor and stuff like that. But for now, we're just, you know, we're just finding topics and talk about it. And I think it's fine. It's a good start to just go for it, you know. I agree. I agree. It's the only way to do it. The only way to do it is to do it. So here we are. And, uh, yeah, I don't. This, some of the most successful people in, like, this type of stuff are, like, besides Joe Rogan, that doesn't count. But, like, a lot of, like influence or influential like social media public figure type people they like they like live on on like they like share everything about their life and yeah like, i don't want to have to do that no i don't want to do all that i just want to be able to like do a few creative things that people yeah. like and then do that and then you know if they like it then they'll support a little bit maybe like for me even to just like say my name to like the internet is like absurd seems weird right it seems weird like I'm talking to a bunch of people who I don't know personally who only a small portion I talk to on a regular basis through like discord like I'm right you know my name like you you people know what I do for fun now like it's weird it's so weird yeah normally this would be like the dude down the street but now it's a dude in another state. Yeah, <laughs> fucking five hours away or whatever. Three hours away. Yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, but I mean, that's the way the world goes, man. Age of and technology. Well, let's move into the final topic here before we go. All right, what you got? I asked you to watch a music video earlier today. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. First so I, let me let me let me preface this for people listening because they probably have no idea. So <laughs> there's a band called Eskimo Cowboy and they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> they're like a they I think they're German. They're a metal core slash like dance music band and they're very very comical in the way they make their stuff. But they're very they're also very good. Like they make good songs. Like they're good at writing. They're funny. They make good shit. 
But anyways, I shared, I came up with a song not too long ago um, called We Got the Moves, and I, I, asked, I asked Jay to watch it. So what do you think about that? What do you think about the video? First off, I love the instrumental because it's actually really well done. It is, right? But I, I remember, because I watched it twice, because the first time I was just like, what the hell what? was <laughs> so, Dude, it makes me so happy when I watch their stuff. <laughs> I was like so in awe at like what I was seeing in front of me. Like I rewatched it to like actually comprehend what was going on. Uh-huh. It's really well done. Absolutely. I I mean, musically, great. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, I did not like follow any of what they were saying. I was I was too focused on the video. Yeah. Well, it's just goofball stuff. It's not like deep. The, you know, it's not deep meaning. The dance parts are just like so <laughs> Dude, I literally was listening to it while you were trying to figure out your microphone, dude, and I was watching, like, reaction videos to it, dude. And, it, dude, I was just sitting there bobbing my head, smiling to myself, dude. I think I even got a few fist pumps in, dude. I was fucking loving it, dude. <laughs> it's just so good. You know why? There's something about, like, that that basic dance beat stuff. Like, you remember, did you ever watch, like, Jersey Shore? Only when my fiancé was yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, like, I didn't fucking follow it, but, like, it was so popular, like, if you knew somebody, or if you had a girlfriend, like, somebody was watching it, you, you knew about it, right? Like, yeah. You knew the characters, at least, and they, they were pretty famous for a while. Um, and, like, you know, their, their biggest thing was, like, they would go out on a certain night or whatever, and, like, they'd be in the club or whatever, and, like, the biggest thing was, like, Polly D was always talking about fist pumping, Right? Like, they'd be in the club, and, like, they'd be fist-pumping. And the reason they're fist-pumping is because the music for that type of music always typically has this fucking, like, pounding beat that always hits the same, and it's just, like, pumping. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's on a steady, steady pump, right? And the music just gets you fucking pretty hyped, right? So, like, this music is, like, metalcore, but it also has that. Yeah, like, it switches up, and, like... I've never been one for, like, that dance beat type of music, but, like, it's so, like, comical. Like, you can't help but like it. Right, but they're attaching it to metalcore, and you're like, yes. Like, the, like yes. The it's like Rammstein, but it's new age Rammstein. Yeah, like, the breakdowns between the dance and the metal is really, really good. Like, I think that was yep. my favorite part about it, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you sent me I a, loved like, it. I was just like, okay, like... What what in what am I looking at right now? Because in just in Discord, it's funny because like the screen cap is like, hold on, I'm scrolling through right now. It's a guy with like a bowl the bowl cut, cut and the fucking and glasses. square glasses. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is gonna be good. It is so good. The videos are funny too because it's just these dudes in like a small little, almost like an inner city. Uh, backyard like that's kind of walled off but there's like an opening to the street and the whole yard is just astroturf yeah and there's like a a blow-up pool lawn chairs and like a bonsai tree and the whole band is in there with with the same bowl cut and glasses and they're just bobbing their head to the beat 
Yeah, and like man. one guy's trimming the bush, another guy's got a hose, one guy's got like a uh, water spray bottle, and he's just whenever the shot goes to him and he's, he's singing, spraying he's spraying the water bottle in the air. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. My, I don't know. And then all the people that walk by and catch a glimpse through the through like the archway. They're just like they all stop and then they turn and face and then they just start bobbing their head and the crowd just grows and grows and grows. And did you notice did you notice by the end when that when everybody's partying with them and they're all in there that everybody has the same bowl cut? Yeah. That's so fucking good. We gotta link this for everybody to like go and watch it. I'll link it, dude. I'm gonna link it. I think my favorite is like the drum set with a tiny cymbal. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite prop. Dude, I'm going to I'm going to send you another one. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going to love it. You are. Oh my you god. Are. That's I was I was not expecting you to send me this. Like when you sent me it and was like, "Here, watch it." I was like, "All right." Yeah. Like I watch it and then it's like just gold. I remember like watching with my headphones in, just like smiling. And laughing to myself on my bed, like, oh my god, oh man, oh, here it is. Another well, one, I think we gotta, yeah, <laughs> all right, I think we gotta close up. We gotta, uh, we got things to do. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. Why don't you, uh, share your, share your socials and stuff like that, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. All right, so I don't really stream that often, but uh, Marinated Lemon on Twitch. Um, I actually have a Twitter now, which I don't know if we're going to just link that because I think I don't even remember my handle. I'll find it real quick. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I'm looking too. It's new. I, I didn't have one before. So it's J Raya, J A Y R Y A underscore for Twitter. Um, I usually post the updates for the podcast on there. And I'm going to link. Or mention Hurdle again, just because he's a huge supporter, and uh, Elmer Fudd, because he actually messaged me on Discord saying that he really liked our first episode. So, Elmer, thank you. I'm surprised he could hear it, to be honest with you, with the audio issues we're having. No, I mean, I'm still going to... Well, I guess, like I said, it's on phones. For some reason, on phones, it sounds like garbage, but we'll get it figured out eventually here. We're learning as we go, so... For those of you who listened to the first episode, I, we're, we're pretty sure it's an Anchor issue that's compressing our files too much. It's partly Anchor. I know Anchor does t- take it does put a hit, but there's other people on Anchor that are doing fine. So we'll have to just take it's a something look. to do with probably the fact that our recording equipment is bottom of the barrel in a way. Also, the fact that the file gets chopped by Anchor. Also, the fact that I'm new to audio editing. Also, to the fact that I'm using all free uh, software for it. Yeah. So and then for some reason, factors. yeah, everything's just piling up. And then for some reason, everything sounds, you know, reasonably good for all those factors on my laptop. And and then whenever I like try to listen to it through my phone on Spotify or whatever, it, it the sound is just it's just it's god awful and I don't understand what what's causing it to be bad on the phone specifically but yeah I'll, I'll be researching it we'll figure it out we're gonna figure it out soon guys for sure um, but those are my two that I'm gonna mention besides Hurdle and Elmer and okay. uh, if you wanna go 
Take it away. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at, what is it, at Whiskey Sticks, I believe. Yes, I'm sir. so bad at this shit. We'll figure this out, too, eventually. At Whiskey Sticks. Uh, Sticks is spelled S-T-I-X-X. Um, you can find me on twitch.tv slash whiskey sticks. Um, this is mostly every, oh, uh, Instagram at whiskey sticks gaming. Eventually I'll be starting to merge all these things kind of into a, a more brand friendly thing. But for now, that's what I'm at. Um, yeah. Anybody wants to DM me, um, about shit or whatever. You have questions, whatever. Uh, we also have a discord that we're kind of figuring out. I think we're, we're converting almost... converting your Discord into the Discord. Yeah, but... I mean, I think we have all the servers. We just kind of need to really figure out just a couple more small things, but it'll be out fairly soon, I'm hoping. Yeah, and the thing that sucks about Discord is if you don't have a paid subscription to it, you can't get a permanent link. Yeah, which I, mean, I hate. We'll get it. Um, so, like, the best way, if you do want to join Discord and, like, maybe maybe give us topics or get involved in some of the conversations we started, like, maybe you're sitting there listening and you're like, fuck, I w-, you're like, you're interested and you wish you could have the conversation with us. If you ever want to, like, talk about stuff that we're talking about, Discord's probably the best place to do it. Um, so if you want to join the Discord, hit us up on any of the other socials and just DM us and we can send you a link. We'll for now we're not very big so like it won't be hard so we'll just send people i can send people links um personally yeah, i don't mind doing that i'm actually gonna have we'll have our discords our personal discords in the description too so you guys can add us and talk to us there too so it doesn't have to be yes. on the socials which i'm i have to get better at how to fill out the uh captions yeah we'll, the we'll get it we'll um it i think that's pretty much it guys we'll see you in the next one Appreciate y'all for listening and sticking for the hour and two minutes of our rambling. Oh my god, we went over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Um, We will see you. Good night. Good luck. And uh, try not to be a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Peace. Peace.